Welcome to another episode of Football 360. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. And on today's episode, I'm going to discuss some of the latest news regarding college football and NFL Week 3. But before I get started with my show today, I'd like to offer my sincerest condolences to fellow Badger alum James White on the passing of his father uh, due to a tragic car accident last weekend. And I'm praying for him and his family and his mom to have a full and speedy recovery um, right now, as she's right now in critical condition um, from the car accident. So, uh, James, we're with you and uh, wishing you and your family uh, the best during this difficult time. All right. Switching gears on to college football news. We have breaking news this week. Legendary uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame defensive back Deion Primetime Sanders was just announced the head football coach for Jackson State University, uh, HBCU University. Um, so congrats to Deion. Deion, you, you lead by example, man. Very, uh, very proud of, um, of, of the father you are and, and how you carry yourself. Uh, raising your boys and you know I know you've been coaching high school football down in Texas for the past few years um, and obviously done a tremendous job in the NFL um, even with, with sports commentating with NFL Network uh, 21st and Prime and uh, arguably the the best cornerback defensive back cornerback to ever play the game hands down uh, forever changed the market for that position and as guys like Jalen Ramsey and uh Stephon Gilmore, guys who get paid big money to play cornerback, you know, have to have to thank Deion Sanders as well. Okay. Um, Deion, as we well know, was a great athlete. Uh, at, drafted out of Florida State uh, with Atlanta Falcons. Was all pro with Atlanta. When Atlanta, that's all they had essentially was Deion Sanders. And went on, won a Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers. Won another Super Bowl with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, obviously, like I guess, as I stated, been doing the sports commentary on NFL Network the past few years and coaching high school football and raising raising some good young men. So, Deion, very excited for you, man. I know you're going to hold it down at Jackson State University. And Jackson State, as you guys well know, is obviously a phenomenal university in the home of uh, for the great Walter Payton. Walter Payton played at Jackson State University back in the day. So, Deion, I know you're going to get those boys, those young men ready to play. And I'm excited to see uh, where you take that take that program. All right. Um, also breaking news this past week, uh, uh, this week, the Pac-12 has just been reinstated for college football. OK, the Pac-12 will start their season November 6th and they're going to play. They're slated to play seven uh, conference games with an eighth game for the conference championship. So uh, we'll see what happens with the Pac-12. I think coming from that conference, you're going to have to run the table to even even be considered potentially considered for a uh, college playoff uh, berth with only playing seven games. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but excited for the Pac-12 and for those players in that conference to get out and, and do what they love to do best. All right. We also have this weekend uh, college football, the SEC uh, will play the uh, will kick off their first game of the 2020 season this weekend. All right. Uh, we got some notable matchups this weekend. You have number 23 University of Kentucky at Number eight, Auburn. Um, Auburn's tough. I mean, Auburn, Auburn's been uh, it's tough every year. And I think Auburn's going to go ahead and get the victory uh, this Saturday. Okay. You also have number two, Alabama versus uh, Missouri. All right. We, 
No one prepares a team better than Nick Saban. We, we know what Alabama's all about. I got Alabama on the victory. Okay, that's my prediction for that victory this weekend. And then you also have the classic college football rival, rival matchup between the ACC powers of Florida State and Miami. Number 12 ranked Miami is led by senior quarterback De'Eric King, who is a college transfer from the University of Houston. Okay, I've been watching this kid the last few weeks. He's special. And I think he's going he's gonna to lead that team to a big win um, Saturday night in Miami. But you just think, just take a second real quick to kind of pay tribute to some of the great players who have played for these two historic uni- universities in this matchup. You know, Florida State, you obviously had the great Heisman Trophy winner, Charlie Ward, Ward Dunn, um, Derek Brooks, uh, you know, to, to, to say the least. You know, I mean, those are just a few guys coming out, out of Florida State. I can go on and go on. But Miami, obviously, you know, Ed Reed, okay, Sean Taylor, Ray Lewis. Um, and the list goes on and on out of Miami. Uh, Frank Gore, you know, uh, Clinton Portis. I mean, it, it, it's got, there's a lot of ballers that come out of these universities. Jonathan Vilma. Um, so this would be a great matchup Saturday night. Uh, so tune in for that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty like I said, I'm picking Miami to pull that out. Okay. Also, I want to give a special shout out to uh, the my underdog team for the college football season in 2020. Um, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns are 2-0. Okay. They are uh, 2-0 and they're ranked in the top 25 for the first time since 1943. In 1943, they're ranked number 15. But this is the first time they've been ranked in both coaching polls, the AP and coaches poll in the top 25 in school history. So big shout out to the head coach and, and, and the players at um, for the Raging Cajuns, okay? Um, you know, obviously the, the Raging Cajuns have had a little tragedy before the season. One of the coaches had passed away, a very young coach, uh, under the age of 40, had passed away uh, prior to the season. So I know they have dedicated the season to him and, and they're playing in his honor. So uh, Raging Cajuns, keep doing your thing. Also, they're led by uh, senior lefty quarterback, Levy Lewis from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, hometown of, of my mom's side of the family. So, hey, man, um, Raging Cajuns, keep doing your thing. And I predict them to go 3-0 and this week as they play Georgia Southern uh, this Saturday. Okay. Moving forward, Big Ten football news. All right. So a uh, few weeks back, you know, I talked about on, my po- on the podcast that a couple of Big Ten players had opted out, obviously, with the cancellation of the Big Ten. Now, with the Big Ten being reinstated, two key players from two uh, Big uh, Big Ten football teams, Ron Rondell Moore, receiver from Purdue, um, along with quarterback Justin Shields of Ohio State, have opted back in for the 2020 Big Ten football season. So excited to see those guys back, um, helping their teams um, be successful. So looking forward to seeing those guys here in a couple of weeks. All right. Switching gears. Okay. NFL news. Cam, 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 man. Uh, Cam Newton, man. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see Cam Newton uh, last Sunday night. It looked like an NFL playoff matchup between uh, Cam Newton, the New England Patriots, and the Seattle Seahawks. It came down to the very last play of the game. Um, Cam Newton looks like the old MVP, man, of old. Um, you know, Cam threw for nearly 400 yards. Passing had two rushing touchdowns. Um, he helped Julian Edelman set a, 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 you know, a personal career high in receiving yards. 
in the game, and it seems to have a good rhythm in connection with Julian Edelman and not kill Carey, okay? Young, the other young receiver out of Arizona State. So if Cam, Cam Newton stays healthy, and the Patriots are looking to run the table in, in the AFC and go deep into the playoffs. So uh, Cam, keep doing your thing, man, and, and good luck this weekend. A man, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, uh, Wisconsin alum, has been doing what he does best. He's being Mr. Consistent year in and year out. Somehow the, the NFL leaves him out for the NFL MVP voting, but you know, I think this year is going to be different. Um, Russell Wilson is playing his best football, as I previously stated. Uh, week two matchup against the New England Patriots. He threw for five touchdown passes and, and torched a veteran secondary led by the McCourty Twins and the best corner in the game, Stephon Gilmore. He actually picked on Stephon Gilmore with a, a deep touchdown pass to uh, DK Metcalf, okay, in that game. Okay, so Russell Wilson and the Cowboys, and, and excuse me, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks are 2-0. and um, Throwing nine touchdowns and only one interception on the season thus far, okay? Um, the Seahawks are my front runner for the NFC Championship right now. And, and, you know, with the key players they have, and they can stay healthy, um, Seahawks are... I will be right in the uh, championship hunt right there. Okay. Switching gears, we're going to talk about some notable key injuries from the NFL in week two. First, starting off with uh, quarterback of the LA Chargers, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys heard the news this week. Uh, Tyrod Taylor had a rib injury uh, prior to the uh, start of the game against the Kansas City Chiefs last Sunday and was, you know, seeking some medical treatment for pain relief from a uh, trainer on staff. And upon doing so, um, he had to be rushed to the hospital, okay, for shortness of breath. And was later diagnosed for having to sustain a punctured lung from the doctor, from the team doctor. So that's devastating news for Tyrod Taylor, a veteran quarterback, and, you know, had another opportunity um, to to be a starter. And that now that, that's being taken away from him um, due to um, malpractice, you know, uh, from the team doctor. So. Um, looks like his, his season and possibly his career may, may be in, is definitely in jeopardy. So I'm wishing Tyrod Taylor uh, a speedy recovery and uh, yeah, keep, keep your head up, man. Uh, keep your head up in that regard. Also, some other devastating injuries uh, this past weekend. Um, best player on the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley, uh, my favorite running back in NFL today, um, tore his ACL um, this past Sunday against the Chicago Bears in Chicago. So I'm wishing him a speedy recovery as well. You also had defensive end Nick Bosa of the San Francisco 49ers tear his ACL against the New York Jets on uh, Sunday. The 49ers had several injuries. I think four players, key players injured in that game last Sunday. And, um, you know, there's been talks that that their new playing surface is, is, is not suited to players. You know, there's been number, number, numerous injuries um, there. Okay. They also had uh, linebacker DN Bruce Irvin, veteran linebacker, uh, tear his ACL for the, for the Seattle Seahawks against the Patriots on Sunday. So wishing him a, a, a speedy full recovery as well. All right, switching gears. Um, I'm going to discuss some of my NFL Week 3 top matchups. Okay, before I get into that, I'm going to give a special note, obviously, for the Rams and Bills. They're both 2-0 right now. They face off this weekend. I like the Bills. I like Josh Allen. I like that defense. They're, they're, they're physical, but you can't go against Aaron Donald. So I'm going to go with the Rams to beat the Bills this weekend. And also you have the Packers versus Saints. 
Aaron Rodgers, as we all know, doesn't need much motivation, but you draft a young quarterback instead of getting him other weapons to help him win the Super Bowl. That's the only motivation he needed. And he's he's playing lights out football, MVP caliber football in Green Bay. They take on the Saints this weekend. The Saints uh, uh, still don't have Michael Thomas as he's recovering from the high ankle sprain a few weeks ago in week one. Packers, I had the Packers over the Saints. Okay, that's hard for me to say being a Bears fan, but I'm also realistic. So Packers versus Saints, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to lead the way there. Okay, then getting into my two key matchups, my big matchups for this weekend, I'm really going to focus on the Dallas Cowboys versus the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, the Dallas Cowboys are coming off a big win this past Sunday. Dak Prescott played phenomenal and led it, led his team back to a victory over the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Um, you know, we all know that Dak Prescott's been looking to get big money um, in the long-term franchise contract deal with Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. All right. Jerry Jones has, as in, you know, paid Dak that top five quarterback money, but Dak has a perfect opportunity this weekend against Seattle to to showcase his talents and get the win. And if he does that, um, you know, he has a great supporting cast. The Cowboys have, you know, done what they need to do to support uh, Dak Prescott with Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and the rookie receiver C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. And they brought in a Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning coach in Mike McCarthy from the Green Bay Packers. Okay. So they have all the tools, man. They have all the weapons. Dak has all the weapons. They just got to beat Seattle. And that's not an easy task. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with Seattle. Um, Seattle, like I said before, I think they're the best team in football uh, right now, besides the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and they're, they're playing lights out. So, um, yeah, see, I have Seattle winning that game this Sunday. All right. And then we have um, my last um, matchup. We have the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champ, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. You have the two league MVPs from the last two football seasons playing against each other this uh, Monday. Okay, Monday night in Baltimore. Uh, as we all know, who, you know what Patrick Mahomes brings to the table, along with Lamar Jackson. Um. But we also know defense wins championships as well. And Baltimore's defense uh, is better than Kansas City's defense. I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last in time of possession. Uh, the Ravens do a great job of running the football and controlling the time of possession. So um, I think the Ravens are going to do a good job of limiting uh, Patrick Mahomes' opportunities to be on the field this weekend and uh, on Monday. And um, I have the Ravens winning um a close matchup on Monday night. All right. I appreciate you tuning in. That's it for my time today. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, signing off at Football 360.